Hi everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow intentionally in every aspect of your life. So wherever you find yourself today, this podcast will challenge you to take the next practical step towards your God-given purpose and potential. My name is Justin Doro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-host, Robin Aldea. Hey everybody and welcome to this brand new episode of Growth Week. Now this week we have been speaking all about innovation. On Monday we covered the big eye. What is innovation? Why is innovation important today? What are some of the things that are stopping you from innovating and what can you do about that? Then on Tuesday we spoke about not conforming. What does it mean to conform and why is it so important that we must not conform to certain things? And then yesterday we spoke all all about rebranding yourself, which starts with transformation. And so if you missed any of those conversations, we want to encourage you to go back, give them a listen so that this whole topic for this week makes a lot more sense to you and it has helps you to see the whole picture of it. Now, today we are going to be speaking about something that is so exciting and that is renewing your mind. So Pastor Jay, take it away. Yeah, so renewing the mind is very, very important if you are going to change, to transform or to innovate. It goes without saying that if you want to see something new in your life, you have to change the way you think. Some wise men once said that you cannot solve the problems that you are facing right now using the exact same mind Mm. that created the problem in the first place. So if you want to see change, if you want to add new value to your life, it is of paramount importance that you renew your mind. Your current way of thinking is primarily responsible for who you are right now. Mm -hmm. If you are happy with where you're at right now, it's because of the way you're thinking. If you're not happy, it's also because of the way you're thinking. And like we said from the scripture that we've been basing this whole conversation from Romans chapter number 12, the Bible actually says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. So we covered that whole aspect of don't conform, but be transformed. But transformation or innovation, as we're sometimes calling it, is clearly given here in scripture as a byproduct product of a renewed mind Mm -hmm. so if you don't renew your mind you are not going to see the change or the transformation that you want to do so it's very very important for us as we talk about innovation as we talk about trying to bring newness into our lives to understand that the key the primary the foundation to any form of innovation whether it's personal or in an organization is going to be changing the way we think so let's talk about thoughts a little bit Mm -hmm. you know i just want to say that i love the scripture i know i've been saying it (laughs) this whole week but it's so powerful there's so much in that you know I love that Paul doesn't just say be transformed you know period yeah he says be transformed and this is how you are transformed because the mind is so powerful we don't recognize how powerful our minds are our mindsets our way of thinking and like just to put it into perspective human beings have approximately 60,000 thoughts per day and most of these thoughts go unsupervised we just let our minds run away with us and if you think about it most of the problems that we as individuals face every single day can be traced back to an unsupervised thought because studies have also shown that most of our 60,000 thoughts per day are negative they're not about sunshine and roses they're not about all the good things in life they are actually negative and what 
is crazy about this neuroscience actually shows us that our thoughts create pathways in our brains that help us to foster future thoughts and there are statistics around this that most of the thoughts that you think today come back from the thoughts that you thought yesterday and the day before so these pathways create that's why they're called pathways Mm. it's easy for us to follow along the same thoughts that we're thinking and because most of them are negative clearly we're not going to have such a great transformed life so this means that we need to intentionally choose the pathways that our thoughts take rather than just allowing them to go along with whatever life or whatever other influences determine for us And what I love about the way that God designed us as human beings, we can actually think about what we're thinking about. And neuroscience calls this metacognition. This means that your thoughts are optional. You have the power to think about what you're thinking about and not just that, to actually choose what you want to think about. And that's why it says in Corinthians that we need to take our thoughts captive and that's what we're going to be talking about today how do we renew our minds how do we take our thoughts captive and it starts with giving new meaning to them and we need to recognize the mind is so powerful that there's a battle going on and it's between our ears in that battle and you know as we grow up and as we develop ways of thinking we actually think a lot of things that are just that's just the way I think oh this is good but it's actually harmful to us it's like how kids may think dandelions are beautiful flowers but they're actually weeds that you need to root out so you may have certain mindsets you may have certain thoughts which you think are normal which you think maybe you even think they're beautiful but they're actually weeds and they're actually detrimental to you living your best life sure that's so powerful you know i was just going through that thought of sixty thousand thoughts a day and the truth of the matter is very few of us can even account for one thousand thoughts Mm. if i were to say give me an account of the thousand thoughts that you had yesterday many of us are just kind of like i don't know (laughs) my mind was just working but i'm not even aware of what it was producing so the bible says in proverbs chapter number 23 and 7 as a man thinks so is he so you are the sum total of your thoughts. Mm. So whatever those 60,000 thoughts are, and if you're saying most of them are negative, you are going to be a negative person or you're going to see negative fruit in your life because of your thoughts. Now, I want to talk a little bit around how to change our thinking because when Paul speaks of be transformed by the renewing of your mind, he is carrying in his mind the idea that it's not just a thought that is dangerous. It's the way you think. Thought processes, the idea they, I think in neuroscience, they call them paradigms. It's the pattern, the way you think, the pattern. You called it pathways. So your thoughts are going to create pathways and that pathway becomes a pattern every day. It's like if you walk from home to work using a particular path, By default, when you get out, you're just going to follow that path. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with our thinking. Every time you get up, your mind is just going to follow a path. And we call that paradigms. And so when we speak about renewing your mind, it's like you need to have a paradigm shift. You need to challenge the way you're currently thinking right now. You need to change the process 
of your thinking. We actually use words like mindset, which means that your mind has been set in mm. a particular path, in a particular way, in a particular pattern. So what is your mindset? How have you developed or set your mind to think or to operate? Definitely. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about this whole concept of muscle memory. Yeah. You know, our brain is just one big muscle. It's one big organ. And you think about when you learn to drive, you know, when you're learning to drive, mm. you, you're so cognitive of what you need to do, all the steps that you need to take. But then the more you drive, it becomes muscle memory. And True. it's the exact same thing with our thoughts. And I was just thinking about, you know, uh, these days you have a lot of people say that they're suffering from anxiety. They're suffering from so many anxious thoughts and overthinking. Mm. And I'm thinking like, if we all think, 60,000 thoughts a day. Sure. Is it that people are maybe not overthinking, but it's the quality of their thoughts? So we all may be thinking the same amount of thoughts. It's not that you're thinking more than I am. Mm. We all think approximately 60,000 thoughts a day, but it's the quality of your thoughts that make you feel like, oh my word, I overthink things or I, it's not actually that. Yeah. It's actually that the quality of your thoughts makes you feel anxious, makes you feel depressed, makes you feel overwhelmed. And so that for me was just like, wow, just like a light bulb moment kind of That's thing. That's a powerful thought, Robin. Well, so talking about renewing the mind and obviously scripture is so clear about this. And we believe that renewing the mind is the process of partnering with Holy Spirit in believing what the Bible says about you. If you want to know who you are, if you want to, you know, we've spoken about this. We've spoken about identity. We've spoken about, you know, finding who you are in Christ. If you want to know, like, this is the handbook to what, who you're supposed to be, go look in the word of God. That is the truth of who you are. So when you're renewing your mind, you partner with Holy Spirit and you start to believe what God has said about you. The word of God becomes your anchor and you believe it over anything else. That means that your past circumstances, your thoughts, your emotions, what others have said about you, all those things are second to yeah. what the word of God says about you. And that is basically the definition of what it means to renew your mind. And, you know, when Paul was speaking about renewing your mind, that word renew uses its two words, the, the prefix re and new. So new is obviously what you want to see in your life. And mm -hmm. he says, if you want to see new, which is the full result of transformation or which is the innovation that you want to bring in your life, if you want to see new, you need to go through this prefix, which is re, and from the same prefix, we get words like reset, restore. And what that prefix is talking about is calling you back into your original state. And so when Paul says, let your mind be renewed, he's saying that there was a time in your life when your mind was right, when your mind was pure. And for us, we know that it was before the fall. It's all the way back to Eden. And so Paul is saying, hey, if you want to know the good, the acceptable and the perfect will of God, you need to restore your mind to its original state. You need to go back to the way God created you. And so there was a time in your life where your mind was pure. And now, by default, all of us as mankind, because we have lived in a broken world, because we are so used to seeing things the way we have been, you know, living for the past however long, our minds have been corrupted. And so renewing your mind is saying, how can I go back to a pure, perfect mind? And that comes from 
partnering, like you said, with the Holy Spirit so that we can find the true meaning of pure thoughts. And Pastor Jay, that just made me think of, you know, for us that you father, yeah. you always tell us to check our settings. What, what do you mean by check our settings? You always say, like, you have a default setting. Yeah. And when you say that, you're not talking about that original pure setting. So can you speak a little bit into that? What does it mean when you say, like, to someone that you are walking with, yeah. that you're saying, hey, your way of thinking is wrong, check your default setting. Yeah. What exactly does that mean? So what has happened is, obviously, because we are in a fallen world, our default settings, what were our original settings, have been changed. You see, the enemy at his best came in and allowed us to experience life, go through things, maybe people spoke words that have changed the default settings. So once those default settings have been altered, you know, like if you have a phone and you mess it up and you change some settings, no matter what you do, it's going to operate the way you have mm -hmm. told it to operate. And that's what happens in our lives. The enemy has changed our default settings. Yeah. And so we think we are doing well. We think, no, I, I'm firing well. This is a very good thought. But what is happening is your default setting or your starting place is wrong. Yeah. And if your starting place is wrong, no matter how noble you think your thoughts are, if the certain place is wrong, the end result is going to be wrong. So when I father you guys and I say, let's check your default settings, I'm like, hey, I want to understand the way you think. Yeah. Why are you thinking the way you're thinking? Because it's no good for me to tell you a new thought or a new idea if your default setting is wrong. Exactly. So we have to start with the default setting. It's that whole thing that I said right at the beginning. You know, as a child, I may think that dandelion yes. is the most beautiful flower and there's so much beauty in it, but then... I need to recognize that actually it's a weed that needs to be rooted out. And that's what this whole thing is. You need to check your default settings. And we want to help you guys do that today. So how do you renew your mind? And the first thing that you need to do is to actually take a thought inventory. Mm. <laughs> so you actually need to think about what you're thinking about. Like we yeah. said earlier, observe your current thoughts. What is the thought dominating you right now and how can you change it? And this may seem overwhelming, right? Yeah. This may be like, oh my word, well, I've got 60,000 of them <laughs> kind of thing. But like we always say in growth, we start with one thing. So look for that one thought, look for that one area where if you take that thing on, if you're transformed in that one area of thinking, it will make such a huge impact in your life. Yeah. If you actually start there and you see results, you're going to be inspired. You're going to be motivated to actually take on, you know, all other yeah. 59,000 and something <laughs> thoughts <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. So take a thought inventory, identify one area, one thought that you need to just take on and yeah, apply the rest of these things to it. So good, Robin. I cannot overemphasize that as a starting point because many of us, the reason why we give up on trying to change our lives is simply because we feel overwhelmed. You mm -hmm. think of your life and you're like, where do I even start? Everything is in a mess. What must I do? And the moment you think of your whole life and the 60,000 thoughts as it were, you're overwhelmed and you're not even going to start. But if you focus on that one, you will definitely find that the more you see change in one aspect of your life, the easier it is to tackle the other areas. And the second step we really encourage you to do is to find a higher thinker. I call this a higher thinker because 
again, like I said in my introduction, you cannot solve the problems that you are facing using the same mindset that you had when you created the problem. So you need to find somebody that is going to help you build a strong case against your current or your old mindset because you have convinced yourself that your thinking is right. You have convinced yourself that this is the right way to do certain things. So unless you introduce higher thinking that will help you build a really strong case against your current thinking, you're going to have a big problem trying to renew your mind. And ultimately for us as Christians, a higher thinker is not just you know, like going for counseling. A higher thinker for us as Christians is God himself. The Bible says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Mm -hmm. His thoughts are not like our thoughts. And so when we go to the word of God, that's introducing higher thinking. What does God really say about me? Mm -hmm. I know I'm thinking wrong, so I need to get the same mind that was in Christ Jesus. Again, Philippians says that very same concept. Let this mind that was in Christ be also in you. Mm -hmm. So Christ becomes the higher thinker. And when you are Adopt the same way of thinking, the same mindset. If you set your mind on the same things that he used to focus on, you will see that you'll produce different results mm. in your life. John Revere has this entire course called Renew. And in mm. it, he speaks about how your mindset was formed, how you, why you think the way you think. And he says that it's your past circumstances plus your beliefs, mm. which lead to your thoughts, which then lead to emotions, which then lead to actions. So if there is a belief that you have held since you were two years old and circumstances around that belief, it'll now that you're 25, it'll lead to the way you think, which leads to the way your emotions are formed, which then leads to how you act. Mm. That's really hard. Yeah. That means that for 23 years, you have been thinking about a certain thing in a certain way. You've been responding emotionally to it and then you've been acting out. You've been living it out. And so it becomes really difficult to see anything wrong yeah. with that because that is your normal. Yes. That is your dandelion, which is the most <laughs> beautiful thing ever. So you need actually someone to come in and say, hey, this thing is actually not right. It's that whole thing of like you saying, you fathering us, you saying that default setting, that's seriously messed up. You may yeah. think that's normal. You may think that that's okay, but that is not how God intended it to be. And that's why you need someone, you need that higher level thinker who's gonna come and they're going to, it makes me think of a court case. They're gonna <laughs> build a case against yeah. that old mindset, against that thought. And they're gonna say, hey, this is what is possible. Build a case for the higher level of thinking. That's so good, Robin. And I think the next obvious step is to create a new path. If your paradigm is as a result of pathways, you need to create a new pathway, an alternative path for your thoughts to follow. Because if you don't have an alternative path, your mind is just going to keep doing the same old, same old. So we need to create pathways in your brain by practicing new thoughts over and over again. The moment I say that, I thought of God saying to Joshua, if you want good success, you need to meditate upon the word of God. Mm -hmm. So meditation is actually you saying the same thing over and over again. You're channeling your mind to think on what the word is saying. So if God says you're beautiful and for a long time, maybe for 20, 30 years, you've believed that you're ugly because somebody told you you're ugly. Mm -hmm. You actually need to begin to create a new path. You're not just going to wake up one morning and say, oh yeah, I'm beautiful. You have to create a new path. 
path and that has to be intentional daily meditating i am fearfully and wonderfully made i am beautiful i am unique i am all that god wants me to be and if you do that over and over again when you think of yourself by default your thought processes are going to follow that new pathway i love what you said about saying you know what we say our brain actually registers as fact mm. or truth so if you say the new thought if you like we spoke about building the case for the new thought building a case for the truth you partner with the truth so the more you say it the more you hear it so it's not just about talking to yourself like find some people that you can actually talk to about these things mm. and the more you say it the more you're going to believe it so you're actually syncing up what you're thinking with what you're saying with what god is saying about you and so that is so powerful to help you create those new pathways you actually just need to hear it you need to hear yourself okay. say it you need to hear other people say it you need to agree with that and that is so powerful and then the next one is to actually decide your thoughts mm. you know deciding your thoughts and then incrementally changing them your thoughts will only lead to results if you actually believe those new thoughts so this means that you can actually like what you said you can actually hear someone saying something about you like you're beautiful but you'll only truly believe it once you try on that thoughts once you put it in your mind once mm. once you decide that hey i'm going to believe that i am beautiful i actually say it with my mouth and i live out that belief so you decide what you want to think about you have to be intentional about your thoughts if you're going to have 60000 thoughts tomorrow at least decide a, a big part of those thoughts what are you going to think about you know the bible says in philippians chapter number 4 in verse 8 it says dear brothers and sisters fix your thoughts on what is pure what is honorable what is right what is lovely admirable think about things that are excellent worthy of praise keep putting this into practice over and over again so what paul is actually trying to teach the philippians here is hey if you start focusing on a, a range of thoughts you are going to occupy a big part of that 60000 thoughts with things that you know are good for me so when you decide your thoughts when you decide hey i want to see this kind of change in my life so i have to think like this by default your mind begins to follow the decision that you made and i love this word fix because it's not a passive word it's not just a ah oh, by the way kind of thing i'm just going to be all laxadaisical about it it's an actual like fix fix yeah. your mind on this kind of thing so it's not just going to happen just by the way you have to be intentional about fixing your mind deciding your thoughts you know the moment you said that i was watching uh, a documentary last night and it was about lions and looking at this lioness hunting when a lioness decides that i'm going for a prey there is nothing else mm. that lioness is focused on so fixed it's almost like the rhythm as it crouches as it moves closer to the prey everything is so in sync with i am focused on this one thing and so i think that's the idea that paul has in mind when he says fix use every ounce of your energy to focus your mind on the kind of stuff that you want to see in your life and again the next point is to control your thoughts mm. so again this is not passive this makes me think of that scripture that says that we need to take our thoughts 
captive. So often we just, like like I said right at the beginning, we let our thoughts run away with us. Mm. We let life and the circumstances around us determine our way of thinking and our way of living. But it's actually possible to control your thoughts. And mm. we need to be aggressive about it. The scripture actually says about demolishing every argument, every stronghold that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of Christ. So we need to be aggressive yeah. in this. We need to control our thoughts. You know, the moment you went to that scripture, when he says demolish every stronghold, the idea he's got in his mind is that the, the enemy wants to build a stronghold in your mind. So those negative thoughts can become such a fortified city in your mind. The way you think becomes a stronghold in your mind. And if you want to change the way you're thinking, you have to first demolish that stronghold. You have to come against it and say, I know I've been thinking by default like this, but I'm coming against it. And then he says, you need to take captive, which means you need to be a police officer of your own mind. Mm -hmm. You arrest every thought that is negative you arrest every thought that is contrary to whatever you want to see in your life definitely so it's so important that you recognize that you can control your thoughts your thoughts don't need to control you and oftentimes i've been there where it feels like my mind is racing and i feel yeah. so powerless against the thoughts that are busy racing through my mind and you need to recognize that you have the ability to decide your thoughts and then to control them and sometimes it takes it takes time you need oh, to yeah. incrementally change your thoughts from negative to neutral to positive Havila Cunnington spoke about this and it just it was so like a wow moment for me because she said you know oftentimes especially us as women you know like we grow up with these ideas of oh, our bodies are not perfect or and, and many women will be like I hate my body mm. so she used this example of like someone that's saying like they they hate their body they hate the way they look mm. and then that's the negative mindset now to turn that into neutral you have to acknowledge that hey the fact is you have a body so you acknowledge your facts you yeah. you acknowledge the fact that hey you have a body you may have stretch marks you may have a little bit of extra weights or whatever you acknowledge those facts but then you say like you've got arms you've got legs yeah. you can see you can do all these things and once you have the neutral facts and you recognize that these are the facts there's nothing you can change about that you can actually start to move from that neutral into a positive mind and it's so powerful because there are some thoughts that you just need to neutralize. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to know that, hey, the negative mindset may be you're at work and you've got so much pressure on you and you feel like, I can't handle this. Yeah. That is your negative thought. Your neutral thought can be, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then the positive is once you've acknowledged that you can actually do X, Y, and Z. So Pastor Jay, I don't know if you have anything to add on that. That's a very powerful thought, Robin. And I think it can also help our podcast listeners to practically begin to turn their minds around. Because mm -hmm. many times I walk with people and the easier path is somebody says, say somebody has lived in poverty for 15 years and you know that the word of God says he's provider and they can live in abundance as well. For them to move from absolute lack to the mindset that God will meet my every need, it's, it seems impossible. Mm. So you, what you're saying to them is it, it's not applicable in their world. They just 
they won't even try it. But if the best you can do is to help them move from, hey, you are in lack, but realizing that, hey, even though you have suffered in poverty for a long time, you are still alive, you're still able to do A, B, C, and D, that just kind of begins to neutralize the idea of, I will always have nothing. I actually have something. And then from there, trust in God for more. So I love that practical, I think it's a very good key. Move from the negative, neutralize it, and then it can become positive. Definitely. So we've given you guys five practical steps that you can take to renew your mind. And we want to encourage you to take this seriously. Like Pastor Jay said, that scripture from Proverbs that says, as a man thinks, Mm. so is he he so don't take this lightly what you're thinking about matters it is a serious matter so you need to think about what you're thinking about take those thoughts captive and i want to encourage you that like we said in this episode there may be things that you think are normal ways of thinking go find someone who can challenge you find that higher level thinker that is going to help you challenge your mindsets that's going to help you check your default settings because Mm. it could be that there's just one area in your life that you think it's okay and you just can't break through to the next level like you just can't innovate you can't transform and it may just be that there's something that you're missing there's something that you're blind to because you think it's normal so we want to encourage you guys this is super super practical go and do something about it Well, you guys, tomorrow is going to be our final episode of Growth Week for this month. So do not miss it. I want to encourage you guys to follow or subscribe, share this with someone, bring them along with you on this growth journey. And until tomorrow, let's keep growing.